twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. If you haven't been living under a rock, I'm sure you heard about the little high school student that wants to bring her girlfriend to the prom. Doesn't that happen every year at every prom? No, but she she's living in Mississippi, and I guess she had to ask them, is it okay, and she wants to be able to wear a tuxedo or something like that, or maybe the girlfriend wants to wear the tuxedo. Something tuxedo, lesbian, and they're like, eh, not happening. So am I, have I been living under a rock? Is that what you're telling have me? Have you heard about the story? No. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's why I asked you if I was living under a rock. I guess you were. Anyway, so then I'll, I'll educate you. This girl wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. She lives in Mississippi, you know, and... It's very conservative, and they said no. If it's not, it's bad enough that they said no, but you know the issue started to be addressed by the uh, Civil Liberty Union, and the when ACLU. they yeah, and once they said that, they're like, "Holy shit, we don't want to get in trouble with the attorneys. I don't want to have a lawsuit. We're going to cancel the prom for 2010." Good, cancel the prom. Who wants to go to a fucking prom? Okay, no, but here's the thing, Miss New Yorker. It's kind of a big deal to us people that you know went to the prom, wanted to go to the prom, and the thing is, if if the prom is being canceled by you know a bunch of fucking bigots because that's what they are if constant listens to us that's what those people are they're fucking bigots and it's wrong and so now they're going to use her as a scapegoat i don't know how big her school is but let's say it's i don't know 500 you know kids that are graduating so you got 500 kids that are passed off at one kid so you got 499 people against one yeah pissed off thank you so i mean imagine you know you're by yourself you're in the school with a bunch of heteros and i know it's not their fault you know they say that they're born that way they're not like us gays where it's natural but let's just assume their their lies are true and they were born straight now all these straight people are picking on the 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 person that was born because that person was chosen by god as you know one of god's children and they're not they're upset whatever but those those people are gonna be picking on this one kid i mean how strong are you as a senior in high school to sit there and just get pummeled you know, verbally and, and this sort of thing. Or, you know, what if she has a car and if they start tagging the car, spray painting dyke and stuff. Strong enough to say I'm going to take my girlfriend and wear a tuxedo to the prom. Right. But that's one thing. It's another thing when you have the entire school pissed off. That takes some balls just to do that. No, well, no, she's a she's a, uh, a lesbian. So it takes lips. She's got some fucking lips. She's got big fucking clang and lips of steel. Yes. She walks down the hallway and you hear it clang, clang, clang. Totally. And she does. I mean, you know, God bless her. I was, I was, I mean, I'm, I'm a loud mouth, but I wasn't that strong. I, when I was in school and it was my senior year, you know, my girlfriend wanted me to take her and I said, hell no. Oh, I really? took my tennis partner and he went with me, but I just wanted to go to the prom. And then, you know, I, I actually, I don't drink, but I, we had a limo and we had alcohol and we were drunk by the time we got to the prom. Never happened before. But so we did that. But my, my girlfriend at the time, you know, she graduated the year before me at arrival school. She had lips of steel and she brought a female to the prom with her so what was your problem i didn't want to do it i was uncomfortable because you know what the prom wasn't when we were graduating like if it was close to being graduation day and you don't have to hear shit like that then that would be one thing but this is you know i'd have like another four or five months worth of this did you have limp lips i had limp lips and a hard clit wow that's too bad i didn't have all three of them but i i couldn't do that and diane god bless her she was able to do that and i'm thinking wow you know, and, you know, years later, I still would feel uncomfortable because I don't want to have all these straight people because they don't understand it. But, you know, that's my generation. This generation is stronger. But this generation in Mississippi, I doubt that they're that strong and supportive. and going, yay, hey, I'm part of PFLAG. Love you guys. Yeah, I, I don't think heard, that. I haven't heard anything about this news story because I feel like this news story happens every year at prom time. Some girl or some boy wants to bring their same-sex partner. No. And everybody flips out. No, it's it was it was on... News stations, it was on, well, here you go, Wanda Sykes. She's a brilliant comedian, and she's an actress as well. She launched her own 
what do you call it? Like an evening talk show. Sitcom. Uh, not a sitcom. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a talk, talk show. show. Yeah. So she has an evening talk show. She's very funny, and I think it's on Channel 11. So if you guys have a chance, check her out. She's only on once a week, though, yeah, right? Yeah, once a week, yeah. every Saturday. And what she's, she did, she she does her monologue, and then she gets into this particular thing. And I know that you watched it. I guess, you know, you weren't listening to her. Well, I haven't watched the last couple of episodes. They all of a sudden disappear from the TiVo if I don't watch We're gonna them We're going to get back enough. into this later bit. You know, right now we're focusing on... We're focusing on Constant, not Virginia. Constance. Constance, yes. So we're focusing on her. And I'm just going to call her Connie because now I feel close. I'm protecting my friend Connie. So Wanda said, you know what? You know, I don't know why I come out gay and they give me these, you know, hoorahs and there's party shows. I never knew that the gays had so many parties because they want her to, you know, be here, be there. So she's going to do something. They're going to give her some award. And they gave her the option of choosing whoever she wants to be the presenter of the award. And the award show is in Los Angeles. And if you want to get a ticket to that thing, it's like $2,000 to get a fucking ticket. It is. Virginia's popped her eyes. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't mind seeing Wanda Sykes. And I'm like, oh, fuck $2,000. I don't think so. That's right. We'll wait in line around the block or something. Yeah, no. In the rain. So that's what it is. So she, Wanda said on her show and called Constance, a.k.a. my friend Connie. So she called Connie. She said, hey, you know, what are you doing on this date? And I forgot what it was. I'm going to be doing an award show. Or, I'm sorry. I'm going to be receiving an award. And they said I could have anybody I want as a presenter. And with what's going on with, with uh, you and, and your girlfriend at, at home, I, you know, I'd like you to be my presenter. I'll fly you out here and we'll take care of it. And you're, you're, she can be, about, be around a whole bunch of gays. I'm like, well, that's cool. That is nice. No, that is very cool. It is totally cool. And I'm like, that is just absolutely awesome. Then Ellen DeGeneres, who doesn't want to be, you know, I don't know, outdone, she announced, and it was, I think, last night because I got it on my pager news thingy. And yes, pager news. I know you guys like pager. What the hell is that? No pun intended. She didn't want to be outdone. Yeah. So, so Ellen said that she's going to give Connie $30,000 towards her college education. Ah, I hope that bitch goes to college. No, she's, no, no, no. She was already planning on going to college because it was uh, discussed with Wanda. So Ellen probably was watching that and like, hey, I'm going to send her some money. Okay, cool. Wow, that's a nice college she's going to. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, you know, there's more lesbians. What the fuck is Katie Lang doing? Uh, She's not doing anything. Why you got to drag Katie Lang into this? She's having, she's living in Canada, having a nice life. She's happy all the time. She's probably got, you know, something going on between her legs. Why you got to drag her into it? I'm just saying, you know, she makes money. Give give Connie some money too. What about Melissa Etheridge? Now all of a sudden she's got to take care of your well, Connie. Melissa Etheridge was sitting there. Fu- I'm sorry. I know. You know, we've gone to tons of her concert. I'm still pissed off with that fucking San Diego minister that spoke at the um, what the hell was it? Brock's swearing in bullshit thingy, that fucking bigot that went against us with Prop 8. And Melissa's like, well, you know, he's okay and he has his rights until she actually, well, no, she was supportive of him prior to that. And then once Prop 8 passed, then she's all pissed off because she didn't get married. Wow. Uh, gays can't have a different opinion than you? What is the no, deal no, no, here? No. Well, no, here's the thing. She didn't. We did this on another podcast. She said, oh, no, you guys have to, you know, peace, love, hug, hug, kiss, kiss, whatever. Meanwhile, we're getting stabbed in the back. And once Prop 8 passed, and she's like, oh, my God, that was wrong. I don't know what's going on. You know, we need to fight. And I'm like, you know, fuck you. I'm sorry. I don't even want her money. When did Melissa Etheridge turn into a valley girl? Well, let's see. She has been, you know what? She When she first started, she's doing, like, you know, concerts and shit in the valley. In Long Beach, too. Hmm. Uh-huh. She lives in the valley. She lives in the Hollywood Hills. Okay. I don't think that's the valley, but whatever. It okay, is the so valley. Let's see. So, you know, I'm a California native, and the valley girl thing was totally, you know, it was on this side. It wasn't the west side. She's, you know, up in Mulhan area, so that's where she's at, so uh-uh. Okay, who's that other lesbian comedian that you like, the one who has that joke about the, uh, uh, how the hell don't you know? Yeah, but this, she doesn't have the money that, that these, the people that I announced, these are people that make some bank, 
And even then, it's like, you know what I have to say with Wanda and Ellen? I think it's a very positive thing. And I think I know that we've got famous, you know, gay directors and stuff. And I'm not saying that they have to do things. But I think it's really good where we start taking care of the gay youth. Because I know that we've received tons of emails from our listeners in, in, in small little towns and stuff like that. Where there, you know, people aren't out. It's very hidden because it's very, you know, homophobic and, and dangerous. And, you know, what about the kids that kicked out, get kicked out on the street because they're gay and their parents are fucking assholes? And they say, oh, hey, no, it's not my son. It's not my daughter. Fuck them too. So we, if, if they don't have the family that's supporting them, I think as the adults or the, you know, anybody over 20-something, y'all need to help out and make sure you keep an eye on the younger ones. Now, I don't mean fuck them. Because I don't want to have any sort of weird shit like that going on. Oh, that's not the kind of looking out you're, you're no, no. asking about? I'm thinking like an older sister, an older aunt, an older brother, an uncle, that sort of thing. Because, you know, we've all had issues where, you know, as we're struggling to come out, it's very hard and you need someone to talk to. I was very fortunate that um, Rick, my mom's, um, one of her employees, was a gay man and I could talk to Rick. And I and, and Mark, he was another gay guy, but he wasn't as friendly. Uh, he was kind of crazy. So I could talk to Rick about the whole coming out thing, and I didn't feel alone. I mean, we've got the podcast because it kind of helps people out, but this sort of thing where you get support, I think it's huge. I mean, I, I feel bad because there's tons of, you know, homeless gay kids in, in Hollywood. No, I believe, I mean, th- those are all good things that you're saying. So here's the organization you're going to create, Gay Big Brothers and Sisters. You're going to call it uh, Funny Aunt Roxanne's Closet. That'll be the name of your organization. No, my, mine isn't in the closet. You know, I, I think, you know, see, that that's why I can't have you name my stuff. Here's my thing. Fun Aunt Roxy's, I don't know, club of love. Fuck you, you sucking son of a bitch, two ball, hypocrite, evil fucking parents, aunts, uncles, cousins that don't accept their loving, wonderful child. Fuckers. In the beginning, like that. In the beginning there, it might have sounded like some sort of pedophile clique or something. No, no, no. It, well, we could work on that. We could work on that. But anyways, we need to be supportive, you know, of the gay youth. And when we get, you know, when you, you guys are youth right now, then when you get older, you need to be supportive of people that are younger than you. I agree. No, I think that's really a great, a great point you bring up. But I just want to say that young Connie with the clang and lips of steel, she's got enough money. So now, you know, let's take care of someone else. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But maybe we don't always say clanging lips of steel because that sounds kind of creepy. Well, we're kind of creepy. <laughs> okay. Bye. bye.